Praise God. Good evening. This is Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. You are tuning in to my radio show, Empowering for All. And to jumpstart tonight, God's presence has ushered in. You are listening to Yolanda Adams, Open My Heart. And yes, we must open our hearts because we need a word from the Lord. And tonight, God has blessed my show once again with the anointed, dynamic, filled with the Holy Ghost, awesome couple in the Lord, Apostle Eugene Taper and his lovely wife, Bishop Rachel, will be joining as they promised they would tonight, Sunday, February 7th, for part two of breaking down the walls of evil, depositing real knowledge of God's kingdom, blessing your finances, lifting up the adversary out of your life, depositing blessings into your life, and just a wholesome, real fellowship with the Lord is what we're going to do tonight. And can I tell you, that this anointed couple that God has ushered in to my life has blessed me beyond measures in such a short period of time. It could be nobody but the Lord. And can I tell you all, this is only the beginning. They've agreed to come on for many more shows as God's instructing me to go forth with the show. And I know you're going to be blessed. My switchboard is continuously, as I'm sitting here speaking to you, lighting up. Thank you, Lord, for the growth. We are on a battlefield right now with the enemy, not just myself, but many of you that are calling in. And we're going to take dominion over the devil. He's a liar. His imps that have been assigned are destroyed. We shall go forth with a testimony of our victoriousness for being soldiers and standing in the kingdom of the Lord. I will repeat, we are going to stand continuously as soldiers in the kingdom of the Lord. The devil is defeated. The blood of Jesus cancels everything. And God's presence is going to destroy everything the enemy has tried to throw at you, try to take away from you and try and change your mindset of believing that God is real because he is real. And for those of you that are going to receive the word tonight from the great man and woman of God, you're going to take the exit ramp and tell the devil he is evicted and you're going to move into your new house and that's God's palace because God's palace is where you're protected, is where you will elevate, and where you will be blessed. Without further ado, they've been sitting in queue, faithful members of God. I'm not going to keep them holding any longer. My wonderful guest tonight, Bishop Eugene Taper, Apostle Eugene Taper, and Bishop Rachel. Good evening, man and woman of God. Bless you. Good evening. to you. Hallelujah. God bless you, woman of God. Bless you, everybody, bless tonight. You. Bless you, bless you. Yes, we can hear you well. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you very well. Yes, we can. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Uh, just setting the atmosphere, God's 
presence. I felt it coming through the song. I know you all are listening to it as well. Um, the switchboard, as I said, is lighting up. Praise God. Everybody on the line tonight that is listening in, may you be blessed by this great man and woman of God. Um, God has instructed me tonight, Apostle and Bishop, uh, to give a little bit of my own testimony and how um, God has allowed you to step in and pray for me and how within 48 hours God has begun to do a turnaround. Can I do that? Yes. Yes. Go for it. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, this great man and woman of God prayed with me the other night. I have been once again on the battlefield. The enemy has tried everything to destroy my love for God. He's attacked me on every end, from my job to my mind, and tried to even get in my spirit. But what the enemy didn't know, and also my health, not that, don't let me leave that out, but what the enemy didn't know, even though my flesh may not be where it needs to be, my Spirit belongs. I made that covenant with God over 15 years ago now at 46 years old. And I told God, even though they're turning me away because of what I used to do, I'm going to stand true in your kingdom. And I said, God, three months ago I prayed, and everything for me is a trinity with God, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And going into the third month, which is this month, God ushered in the apostle and his wife into my life, completing the trinity. And can I tell you that now it's like a sweeping has took place in my life. God instantly has swept away negative people, negative influences from dressed-up imps coming at me because they know what I have on the table before God is to be connected to my husband. Ladies, this will help you. You have to be cautious of the devil because he's crafty. And when you begin to say that you accept God, an apostle preaches and teaches this all the time, your pain is for a purpose. Nothing comes to you from God without going through. You must go through. But I tell you today as a testimony, if you stand on his word, it may look like it. It may feel like all hell is broke loose and your pain is overbearing. But God will keep you and carry you because the purpose of the pain is for you to be a testimony, to tell people, I went through, but as I went through, God brought me out. Hallelujah. Apostle and Bishop, I'm not going to take the platform away from you, but I just felt led. I needed to share that tonight at the beginning of the show for those who are listening and for those who will listen after the show airs. Praise God for you. And once God. again, it's a mighty move of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bishop Rachel, I'm going to let you ignite the flame tonight. And then, Apostle, I want you to come in and carry the torch. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Well, glory Hallelujah. To God. Hallelujah. Bless the name of 
Jesus, saints, hallelujah. Zion, we just bless the Lord for you all tonight. Hallelujah for lighting up the switchboard. Hallelujah. And coming on, hallelujah, on this radio show, hallelujah, to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to this church. Hallelujah. And I just bless the Lord on tonight. It's a little different on tonight. Hallelujah. And I'm blessing the Lord, and we're led by the Spirit of the living God. And I bless you, mighty woman of God, evangelist Yolanda McTeer, for a blessing us to grace us with our presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Putting the Holy Ghost before us. Hallelujah. To be here on this radio show again yet tonight. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. Hallelujah. That the Lord has also orchestrated for us to be on this radio show continuously with you. Hallelujah. And I bless the name of the Lord that God has opened up that door. Hallelujah. For us to be here and for us to converse, hallelujah, and allow the Holy Ghost to flow on this show, not only tonight, but every night to come, because the apostolic voice has already spoken, has set the stage for this whole new year, hallelujah, divine order, divine overflow, supernatural increase and overflow in Jesus' name. So I bless the Lord on tonight, hallelujah, I do want to open up with prayer, hallelujah, Hallelujah. Just giving God praise and thanking him. Father, we bless you tonight. Hallelujah. We glorify your name. Oh, God, we honor you. Hallelujah. Apart from you, we can do nothing. Oh, God, we bless your holy name. Oh, God, we ask you, Lord God, for the fire of the Holy Ghost to rest, rule, and abide on this line. Hallelujah. In this show tonight, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we bless you. We thank you. We magnify you. We honor you. We exalt you. We extol you. Father, you said in your word, if you be lifted up, that you would draw all men unto you, oh God. Oh God, use us tonight. Use us, Lord God, as living epistles. Oh God, as mouthpiece, as your ambassadors tonight. Oh God, that somebody will be helped on tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. And we bless your name. Oh God, we honor you and we bind up every hindering spirit under your shadow. Oh, Jesus, I thank you right now. Hallelujah for you enduring us with power, dunamis power, Holy Ghost power. Of the Holy Ghost now in Jesus' name. Oh, Father, and I thank you. I praise you and I bless you and honor you, oh God, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen, amen, and amen. Bless the name oh, of the Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. We thank God again for you, Evangelist McTeer. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord said to uh, Apostle Tafer, I asked him, I've been asking him all week. Hallelujah. I've been asking him all the way up until yesterday. What is the Spirit of the Lord saying? And what is that Lord, the Lord want us to say to you all on tonight? He said, I can't answer you because God has not told me. I said, man of God, I, will, I woke up this morning and I said, have the Lord spoken? What is the spirit of the Lord saying, man of God, so I can prepare? Amen. And again, he looked and he says, I can't answer you because Jesus. God has not spoken. 
I say, okay, Jesus, Father, from Zion, hallelujah. And I just, you know, just began to just pray in the Holy Ghost and ask the Lord to speak clearly because he's always before the Lord and God speaks to him all the time. But I'm, you know, I'm like, Lord, okay, now I'm waiting on the prophet to say something so I can know how to get quiet before you to see what you have for me to say in agreement with what the Spirit of the Lord is saying through your end-time prophet, God. Okay. So, woman of God, I bless God for you on tonight for allowing us again. I can't say that enough because when God opened up doors, the enemy, I tell you, he tried to come in all kind of ways. But I thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. When the enemy tried to come in like a flood, God promised to lift up a standard. Hallelujah. Before us. Hallelujah. And we thank God. Hallelujah. That we know how to pray and press and wait on God in many ways. And I bless the name of the Lord. So as we were talking, I went to a funeral on yesterday. And uh, Southeast Inspirational Choir, we lost one of our mighty, mighty, precious, sweet, powerful songsters in the Lord, psalmist unto the Lord. Hallelujah, Francis Lee Ward Johnson, Johnson Ward. Hallelujah. So she went home to be with the Lord uh, just a week before her husband. He died. We were there. And then Saturday... I was compelled to go because this is my family in which I have grown up with in singing gospel music throughout the world and became Grammy nominees with. And I had to at least make my presence known. Well, I get there and um, I greeted everyone. Everyone got up to greet me and, you know, we fellowshiped. And I was sharing all of this with Apostle not to be uh, long winded. Yeah, yeah. I can't help because I'm a preacher. But anyway, the man, that's how the message came forth because as we began to expound, you know, iron sharpens iron and we constantly, even in our conversation, because we live for God, nothing but word can come out. You know, and so I was saying how, you know, everyone was coming up to me and, and, you know, I was glad and we embraced each other. We was talking and, you know, the Holy Spirit reminded me of my beginning and, you know, how God really had me in a place. Amen. To be able to sing under the anointing and set the atmosphere and how God just brought me into that place. Well, God was just downloading me and revealing all this to me. And I was sharing with Apostle. I say, but you know what? Man of God, I says, one thing I do know that I heard the spirit of the Lord remind me that that was yesterday's anointing. Jesus. Yesterday's anointing. That's what God did to set and establish my foundation. Hallelujah. And and that's why I'm such a worshiper and know how to enter in. That was a foundation. Hallelujah. But that was yesterday's anointing. A lot of times in the body of Christ, we're still trying to go forth and continue and operate in yesterday's anointing. 
Oh, my God. Somebody better hear me tonight. Oh, my God. If you don't spend quality time with God, praying, fasting, worshiping in the word, Hallelujah. But yet, because we've been doing this for so long, you know, we've been churched. You understand what I'm saying? We've been doing it for so long. Do you know how to do church? But I tell you, I thank God, you know, that when you get to a place in him, that you don't get so, 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 uh, um, complacent. That's the word I want to use. You know, with knowing, you know, I'm just going to church instead of building yourself up, praying in the Holy Ghost and beseeching God before you even get into the church house. Glory to God. Before you even go to the altar, you should already be praising and worshiping God before you come into fellowship with the other believers. Amen. So you cannot continue to just be okay with operating just because you know how to do it, because you know how to sing, because you know how to preach, because you know how to dance, because you know how to speak in tongues. Oh, my God. The people of God have to come on back and spend that time with God. So, you know, and I've said that with with Apostle, and I say, so, you know, that was yesterday that we were just, you know, expounding on one another, iron sharpening iron, going back and forth in the Word, you know, as the Spirit of the Lord was giving utterance, and lo and behold, God gave us the message on tonight to share. (laughs) Hallelujah. Break the covenant and lose the anointing. If you break the covenant, you can lose the anointing. And we, you know, we begin to talk and expound, bless the name of the Lord. This is not a Bible study tonight. You know, this is your talk show, you know, but we're, we're trying to build up the kingdom of God and help the body of believers because we all have dealt this as your testimony. You came under attack then, you know, because of your covenant with God, you stood in the midst of it all. Amen. And and God Amen. kept you in remembrance because you had relationship with him. Glory to God. So a lot of times, even in our relationship and our covenant, and our charge, hallelujah, we can get sidetracked because the enemy set up camp. The enemy has set all types of things, have placed all types of of, 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 of plotted and planned, you know, and prepared to try to devise your fall. Amen. Amen. We pray, hallelujah, and we pray, Hallelujah. We glorify God. Hallelujah. Everything that the enemy thought he would do will not manifest, cannot manifest. Hallelujah. Because just like, you know, it's the MC Hammer song, you can't touch this. Uh, You cannot touch God's anointed. Hallelujah. You can't touch anointed. You can't touch God's anointing. Hallelujah. You cannot touch God's anointed. Amen. So in all of that, I want to say that Judges 
the book of Judges, bless the name of the Lord for those of you that have the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. We we are starting at the 14th chapter, and of course, it was about, you know, the birth of, of, uh, of, um, the birth of, of Samson, amen. So, you amen. know, and, and his father, amen, and, you know, he took a wife, and, you know, his wife, which was Hannah, was barren, and it took the angel of the Lord to speak to Hannah and tell her about how she was to, when she conceived, that she would conceive a son, which was a type and shadow, amen, of Christ, just as the angel came unto Mary, amen, hallelujah, a type and a shadow, and I tell you, glory to God, even as uh, 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 he, the angel of the Lord has given divine instruction to her and let her know that she would conceive a son and that she should not uh, use a razor to his head. Amen. Nor should she have a, 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 a strong drink of any kind, you know, and that her son shall be a Nazarite uh, unto God from her womb. Hallelujah. And then she should, she began to deliver. He shall be the one to deliver Israel of the hand of the Philistines. So the angel gave her instructions and told her his purpose. Amen. So, and that she and he, he told her, beware. He said, now, you can't drink no strong wine, and you can't even try to uh, eat anything that's unclean. He gave divine instruction. Amen. So she received this from the angel. She ran to her husband and she told him, she told him, she said, look here, look what happened. And she began to tell, she began to tell uh, Manoah, that was his name. That was, that, that was, that was the father of Samson. And she began to tell him and she said, but the but the man didn't tell me his name, and I didn't even think to ask him his name. And so there was, she was out in the field, and then here comes the second time. The angel of the Lord appeared unto her. She ran back and told her husband. This time the husband came out. Hallelujah, Manoah came out with her. And the angel was there and told him what Samson was going to be. Amen, and who he is. Amen. And gave them divine instruction about Samson. Glory to God. Amen. So with that in mind, because they obeyed the instruction, because Samson had purpose, he was going to be the deliverer, hallelujah, the children of Israel from the Philistines. Amen. That was purpose. So in that, then, excuse me, in, in all of that, then that was a covenant that was already made. Because I'm right back at my topic, you know, if you break the covenant, you can lose the anointing. And I'm going on further. With that in mind, I tell you, I got so excited, hallelujah, and expounding the word of God and going with, with the apostle, you know, about what God had finally downloaded us to speak on tonight. Then, you know, I said, okay, and then we're in part two of kingdom. Amen. Yes. So with that, Amen. I'm like, Lord, okay, what were you saying to us? This is part two of kingdom. I'm saying, and God, and now you've given us this about breaking the covenant and losing the anointing. Lord, what are you saying to us? You know, so I just got quiet before the Lord, and I was in my 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 private chambers, hallelujah, my prayer room, hallelujah, and, and, and writing and giving as the Holy Ghost gave it to me. And I tell you, woman of God, the word of the Lord came to me that I know that 
in the kingdom we are we're gonna have we we are and we have been anointed to do a work of the kingdom for such a time as this and but god he has anointed us to preach the gospel hallelujah to the poor he has sent us to heal the brokenhearted he has Told us to preach deliverance to those that are captive and recovering the sight to those that are spiritually blind and to set at liberty them that are bruised, according to Luke 4 and 18. And I said, okay, God, yes, I understand that's what we're to do. Hallelujah in the kingdom. Hallelujah. I said, but now we're talking about break the covenant and loose the anointing. That's the word you gave us, God. And so here it is. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I was trying to tie that thing in. Oh, bless Amen. the name of the Lord, Evangelist Maxir. I tell Amen. you, as I begin to go forth, hallelujah, the word covenant. We're talking about covenant and anointing. We're talking about breaking the covenant, losing the anointing. I have not lost my way. I tell you, I went in, and the covenant is an agreement. It's a promise. It's a bond. It's a pledge. It's, it's a vow. It's a contract. Hallelujah. Yes. And when yes, we break covenant, when we don't do as the Spirit of the Lord says, hallelujah, when we're not walking in divine order and alignment unto the Lord to fulfill the mandate that he has bestowed upon us that we've been anointed and appointed to do, hallelujah, and predestined to do, then we break covenant. Yes, yes. breaking covenant, how can you? And I'm going right back to this. Men and women of God, the body of Christ, the anointing has departed, Saul. But you're still trying to preach, teach. You're still trying to prophesy. You're still trying to sing on the old anointing. Come on now. You've got to get yourself together. Go back down on your face before God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And get back in the word. Hallelujah. For God to downpour. For God to just bring it down. Hallelujah. Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. That you can have ears to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. You can have eyes to see the spirit of deception as it's coming in your way. Hallelujah. No matter where it's coming from the job, no matter if it's coming from a family member, no matter if it's coming from a neighbor. Hallelujah. I tell you, bless the name of the Lord. I was reading over in Judges, hallelujah, the 16th chapter, hallelujah, that Samson, you know, he had went Hallelujah. Samson had went to Gaza, and there, you know, he had met a prostitute, a harlot, and he went into her. And the Gehazites, they were told that Samson was there, right? So they surrounded the place, and they sat, and they waited at the gate of the city, and, and, and they said, well, you know what, in the morning, 
we're going to kill him because they was already plotting to kill him anyway, but now he was in their, in their territory, and they found out that he was there, so they waited at the city all night long at the gate of the city, and they waited for him because he had already killed up all those suicides way back in the 15th and the 14th chapter, so they was waiting on him because he was mad, and um, I'm not going to go into all that, but bless the name of the Lord, so then... Uh, they waited for him. They plotted to plan and they prepared to kill him. Hallelujah. And then they said, so we're going to wait. But if I tell you the man of God, hallelujah, when I tell you Samson, he didn't wait to stay all night, didn't get up in the morning because he got up at midnight. He got up at midnight to pray. He got up at midnight to leave and he flipped the script. The devil was trying to make a, 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 a damn bush and, and, and set trap for him. Hallelujah. But he got up and he left at midnight. Hallelujah. The third verse says that Gehazi, they was planning to destroy him. Hallelujah. And uh, Samson, he went on and he fell down. He went on down. And then he took the city gates upon his shoulders and he ran with the city gates and placed them on his shoulder and put them off on the hill of Hebron. Hallelujah. And sometimes we have to be just like that. Hallelujah. When you, the Lord gives you spiritual eyes to see and you can discern that thing and you can see the plots and the scheme of the enemy, then you can pick up that thing and set it before the enemy and say, ah, uh-huh, devil, yeah, this is what you was doing. God showed me. So now I'm going to sit it right here and show you the same thing that you tried to set for me and devise my harm. Hallelujah. Amen. He set the city gates that ran with him upon his shoulders, and he had it on on the on the the, the hill. Hallelujah of Hebron. Hallelujah. So see. I go right back huh, to say this. You can't touch this. You cannot touch God's anointed. Hallelujah. And it's not just yes, an empty Amazon. You can't touch this. Ah, but I'm telling you, it was the anointing that was on Samson's life. Hallelujah. So I pray tonight that the body of Christ, while the enemies are trying to check, Talk about you. Hallelujah. Pray and devise evil against you. Hallelujah. And they thinking that it's going to happen for tomorrow for your new day and your new season. Guess what? We're going to do like Samson. Hallelujah. Hey, glory to God. I hear you, Lord. We can even do just as Paul and Silas. It's at midnight. Hallelujah. We're going to pray. We're going to fast. We're going to praise. We're going to worship. Hey, I'm a Sunday Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. The Lord, He will scatter your enemies. Praise and worship will make your enemies flee. Praise and worship unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Will expose the enemy where you can see him. Hallelujah. Because we're God's anointed. Hallelujah. And guess what? Hallelujah. I'm not a Wosia. Hallelujah. Just like Apostle told us just a couple of weeks ago. Hallelujah. With God's anointed. Hallelujah. At that time, hallelujah, it was false. 
but David was appointed as the anointed king. Hallelujah. The Saul had not left and had been removed by the Lord. Amen. So you still have to honor those that are in authority. But then David had nerve enough. Hallelujah. Although he was in hiding, he came out of hiding out of the cave of Abdullah. He came out and he went and he clipped the robe of Saul. Amen. I'm telling you, God mean what he says. You can't touch God's anointed. Those that are in position, they say some things you don't like. Those in position, they do some things you don't like. Those in position, I'm telling you, all you have to do, oh, still, make sure you don't touch, pray for them. Don't touch God's anointed. God mean what he says. Over in Psalms, hallelujah, 105, 15, God says, touch not mine anointed, and do my prophet no harm. He mean what he says. God even said it in First Chronicles 16 and 22. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Yes, but I'm telling you, David, over in First Samuel 24 and 10, he turned around and he did it. But the wonderful yeah. part about it was, what did he do? He turned around and he quickly repented before the Lord. Amen. Yes, and that's what we have to do when we miss it, when we have gone against, whether it be in thought, deed, conversation, when we've come up against God's anointed. You may be innocently, you know, somebody might be doing some idle gossip, and then you find yourself, well, you know what? Don't open your mouth. That's God's anointed. Touch it not. The word of the Lord says, hallelujah. We're still talking about part two of kingdom. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Breaking the covenant. Hallelujah. If you break the covenant, you can lose the anointing. And David, he could have, he he could have missed God and missed his appointed time. Hallelujah. To wait on God to be the king. But blessed be God. We thank God that we are not covenant breakers. Hallelujah. We're covenant keepers. Glory to God. And when Saul's time is up, his time is just up. There ain't nothing you can do about it. Just wait on your season. And God is going to be the one to orchestrate those things. Amen. Even, you know, when Paul and Silas, they were in there, and they was praising the Lord. Hallelujah. And, and it was at midnight, and the gates shook, and the prison gates became open, and the guards themselves. Hallelujah. They wanted to kill themselves and fall on their own sword. Saul, the yeah. same thing. He did. Fell on his own sword and killed himself. Lead those in position, those leaders. Leave them alone. They're gods. If you don't agree, fall on your knees and pray. Do not touch God's anointed. Let them fall on their own sword. God will get them. Touch not God's anointed. Glory to God. Amen. You know, so we don't want to break the covenant that God, the promise that he had for us, the covenant, the agreement he had for us, the promise that God had for us, the bond that God had for us. Amen. We don't want to break the covenant. And lose the anointing. It's not worth it. God has promised us. He's promised us. He wants us to wait 
on the promise. Just as even he told the 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 disciples and and all those in in in, in the upper room, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, for them to wait for the promise of the Father, Hallelujah. We have to wait, and we have to know that we're going to receive and be endued with power. That's a promise of Almighty God. That's a covenant that God has bestowed upon us. Hallelujah. And it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Hallelujah. So we bless the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Just be still. Don't break covenant. Know what you're to do in the kingdom. Hallelujah. You're anointed to preach the gospel. Yes. Keep covenant with God. Hallelujah. God said that you were going to preach the gospel to the poor. Hallelujah. Yes. And yes, you're going to heal the brokenhearted. There are people out here that have been broken, even in the body of Christ. There's a lot of church hurt out here. Oh, my God. And God is going to be the one because he said, woe to them that scatter the sheep. My God. And they're broken hearted. Hallelujah. You have to preach deliverance to those that are captive. They're stuck in a place. You have to recover the sight to those that are spiritually blind. Can't see that they're in a dead place. My God. To come out. To receive your sight, to see the things of God and do the things that God has called you to do. Hallelujah. To set you at liberty. Because, yes, you bruised. Yes, you're broken. Hallelujah. But God, but God. Hallelujah. There's none like him because he will save such as a contrite heart and a broken spirit. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So people of God, hallelujah, don't break covenant because even in that, and we came from the book of Judges, hallelujah, the 14th, uh, uh, 15 and 16, amen, in, in all that I've yes. just stated, amen, and even in breaking a covenant, hallelujah, a lot of times, you know, that's a spirit of Delilah. It's still a spirit of Delilah when you break covenant because she wanted Samson to tell her. And what was his secret to his strength? He never told her and stole several verses. He didn't tell her. He didn't tell her. And she she had become very, very angry and upset with him. And then she turned around and betrayed him. There's a spirit in the body of Christ with armor bearers. Hallelujah, with leaders in the fivefold ministry that carry that spirit of betrayal and disobedience. Jesus, oh God, people of God, mm, my God, oh my God, people of God, I'm telling you, hallelujah, you bind that spirit up in Jesus' name. Take it to the Father. Hallelujah. He knows all. He sees all. He knows. Yes, they may have been wrong in their doing. And I'm getting ready to give a testimony. I wasn't going to get it. I wasn't going to get it. 
I wasn't gonna give it. But Apostle told me if I wouldn't, he would. <laughs> Jesus. I got to share this. My God, and I'm gonna tell it. Hallelujah, making sure again that we don't break covenant and lose the anointing but obeying God and don't have a spirit of betrayal or disobedience. My testimony, woman of God, I served for 18 years, as I shared with you all on last uh, week, hallelujah, for my bishop, hallelujah, uh, for 18 years, hallelujah, and and God elevated me, amen, uh, uh, through those years of serving, hallelujah, as a bishop, amen. I went to another church where um, uh, I I served for three years. In my serving three years, um, uh, I guess by that first or second year, hallelujah, uh, the man of God uh, wanted to affirm me. So, you know, he affirmed me. Amen. So I served and I sat and I waited on God because God told me to be still, you know, even though I went through uh, my brokenness and God didn't want me to bleed on the people, um, I had to sit at my father's feet. Amen. To receive from my apostle. I did that diligently and served. Hallelujah. In in evangelism. Served. Hallelujah. In 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 the on the prayer line. Served. I served. Amen. But it wasn't for Amen. me to preach. But to serve, amen, because God was healing me and he was doing the thing in me. And in the meantime, my Bible study in the in the community, hallelujah, it wasn't growing, you know, and I was asking God, what's going on? Why is my, you know, and I didn't have anyone to help. And the Lord spoke to me himself and said, I'm going to send you your husband. But your husband is going to find you working. He's going to find you serving. He's going to find you submitted. And you are to stay there. And I obey God. Lo and behold, you know the story. Hallelujah. The man of God came in. Amen. And he came to the to see where I was serving and see what the Spirit of the Lord was doing and and, and uh saw me working and laboring and somehow, but it was the plan of God, I was text through all of that after he had proposed to me um, at, at my church. The announcement was made, and, you know, everybody was happy, and we traveled, uh, went to the leadership conference, and um, went to the Holy Land experience, and, you know, and we were still uh, was there serving, and Apostle Taper was traveling between Milwaukee back to Houston while we were preparing mm-hmm. for the wedding and, you know, all of that and trying to get things together. And in the interim of all that, I was working another job as well uh, as a dialysis nurse and, you know, continuously serving, never missed the service. No Sunday school, I mean, no uh, uh, Bible study, you know, I mean, nothing. I was always there at the church serving. So now I work at your jobs and, you know, I got my love of my life and, you know, I kind of missed maybe two Sundays out of three years and I think I missed maybe two Tuesdays out of three years and um, missed, um, I think, one or two other events that had occurred. Well, I received a text and hear me good. I mean, I'm talking about, I'm, I'm giving, I'm sharing something here. It's so important because people are dealing with church hurt. Amen. Amen. So I tell you woman of God to make a long story short. I was kicked out 
of where I was serving. I couldn't believe it. That's never occurred to me, happened to me before, because I've always been a servant, amen, yes. and a true armor bearer. And never utter one word out of my mouth, but served, hallelujah. And whether I liked things or didn't like things, I still kept my mouth closed and prayed and intercede. Amen. And and Amen. was God's armor bearer for my leaders. I tell you, so I was kicked out, and I was kicked out by text. I was text uh, that I was no longer... Uh, obviously, your heart is no longer with me or the ministry. Mm. Thereby, I am removing your name from the church role and the fellowship, period. That's what I got. So, did that not hurt me? I was like, Lord, here it is. I am a bishop in that house, and this is what I get. I didn't understand. I couldn't wrap my mind around it, Lord, you know, and I cried out, I cried out, I cried out, and I cried out. I didn't understand. I didn't understand, but I can truly say it was the will of God because had I, I didn't like the way it was done, but had I not been kicked out, I would have still been there serving. (laughs) I would have still been right there. No, and then I would have missed what God and the plateau and 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 me moving in the things of the spirit and then my ministry, hallelujah, with my husband, I would have missed that had I not been. But I thought it could have, I could have been properly, you know, dismissed. It could have, I don't know, but I just trust God. So, Again, I'm going right back. Spirit of Delilah, the spirit of betrayal, the spirit of disobedience. I chose not to break covenant with God, although I was kicked out. I chose to continue with the Lord and not allow the spirit of betrayal to come upon me to just go and, you know, when people was talking to feed into it, I never did. But I'm sharing my testimony tonight to tell somebody on this, in this, oh, that's, 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 your, that's your listening audience. Hallelujah. Don't break covenant because you can lose the anointing. You can lose what God has for you because God means what he says. He says, touch not my anointed, do my prophets no harm. He said it more than one time. Hallelujah. He even said it in First Chronicles 16 and 22, touch not my anointed, do my prophets no harm. And guess what? Uh, yes, I'm anointed too. Amen. That didn't make me king. That wasn't my place. That wasn't my, I waited on God. God gave me my king, <laughs> you know, that I'm permitted to and moving forth in ministry with. Amen. Amen. I didn't have to buck yes, that Lord. I didn't have to fight that thing. All I had to do was just enjoy the process, woman of God. Hallelujah. That I would not be stripped of the anointing that God has placed on my life because someone mishandled me. And I used to tell people, watch how you handle me. 
watch how you handle me. Because I am God's anointed. And watch how you handle me. You can't handle me any kind of old way. Say it. So I would just say it quickly and easily. Well, watch how you handle me. So we have to make sure that even if someone comes to break the agreement or, you know, break the contract or, you know, look like the promise has been nullified, God already had something greater. So I made sure that I did not clip, clip, I was not going to clip Saul's robe. I ain't got to do, I don't have to do that to miss what God has for me. And I'm saying to the body of Christ, hallelujah, bless the name of the Lord, and I'm done. And I thank God for this opportunity. But make sure you don't go and clip nobody's robe because the anointing and break covenant because you can lose your anointing and they're not worth it. Bless God. So I'm just as candid and as real as real can be. And that's all I have to say, women of God. And I thank God for you. I thank God for this moment. Hallelujah. And I bless the name of the Lord for the word of the Lord and the way that he gave it to me. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the great woman of God tonight bringing forth here on Empowerment for All, speaking from the book of Judges. 15 and 16, do not break the covenant because you will break the anointing. And woman of God and man of God, I want to share with you how God keeps that covenant when you are under his anointing. It was just a few hours before the show I was speaking with someone, and that's confirmation, woman of God, because God had given it to me, and we didn't talk before the show, audience, and I want you all to hear this, how God moves with the spirit. And as I was talking with them, I was sharing with them some things that I had shared with you all when we had prayed about what I've been enduring and, and how it's been coming at me. And God laid it in my heart. It reminded me, my daughter, it is sad for them, but happy for you. Because what they know is that they will not touch my anointed and do my prophet, my prophetess, no harm. Because as you walk away, it will be like Solomon and Gomorrah. You don't turn around because I'm going to bring the destruction because vengeance is mine, I shall repay. So that's just confirmation. Everyone who's listening tonight, just what the woman of God said, because the door was shut on her. Many a time, I'm going to chime in on that if I may, the door may close. I've had it closed on me many a times, and I cried out just like the woman of God said, Lord, wait a minute. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm faithful. Why? Why did they let me go? Why did this happen? God, a lot of times, has to close that door for where he's taking you. It's not to hurt you, it's to help you. And for those that rose up against you behind that closed door, God will handle his way because they touched his anointed. And God is not playing with the covenant that we have with him. Amen? Hallelujah. It is no joke tonight. For those of you, many more have chimed in and tuned into the show list. It is no joke on no day when you tell God, my spirit 
belongs to you. I serve you. I honor you. I praise you. I worship you. I magnify you. I glorify you. I edify you. And I serve you. Kingdom of darkness, you will be defeated every time you try to touch God's anointed. We stand in the blood of Jesus. And no matter how long it may look like you think you're getting away with it, God is only setting up the stage to knock you down. So for those tonight maybe tuning in and you don't know God and you're wanting to receive God and understand how God works, know this. Myself, Apostle, and Bishop Rachel can tell you God's kingdom is real and everything that you endure is for his glory. He will never leave you and never forsake you, and all those that attack you will not win. Victory stands in the kingdom of God. Amen? We're still there? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. As we go into the last hour of the show, I'm not going to take away the platform we heard from the great woman of God, and I'm going to, as I had said at the beginning, and she did exactly what she always does. She ignited that flame for the body of Christ. We thank you so much, Bishop Rachel, for that mighty word and testimony you shared with us tonight here on Empowering for All. I'm going to pass it over now and give the torch to the man of God, the Apostle Eugene Taper. If you do nothing but just pray, let God have his way as you speak tonight here on Empowerment for All. Thank you, Apostle. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Can you hear me very well? Yes. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I just want to say amen to everyone that's on the line. Amen. Tonight. Um, Where your season is at right now, your season may look gloom. It may look dark right now. Where you are in God right now, you might say, well, God probably forgot about me. Lord has forsaken me. He probably not going to do what he said he's going to do. But I want you to know that if God did not have a purpose for your life, he would not allow you to wake up this morning. I want you to know that purpose, everyone that has a purpose, amen, listen to this very close, everyone has a purpose. You cannot leave or you cannot die before your purpose is finished. Because there's a purpose that God has for you. And as Bishop Rachel was talking, and as she was saying, and everything she was saying was, was, was very true, on point, and on, was very uh, true and on point. And when she began to was talking, we were talking about that today, and and she was she wasn't uh, wasn't kidding, and she asked me. I said no. I said the Lord hasn't gave me anything. I said I don't I don't even know what we're gonna say. And I went in the living room. And I said God, what do you want me to say? He said just open your mouth and start talking. He said I'm gonna start downloading what I want you all to speak about tonight. He said because this is this is going on in in the body of Christ. So so. It's, it's undercover. I'll use that word. So much stuff is undercover in the body of Christ. We are looking at it, and the devil is painting this pretty picture of how things are supposed to look in the body of Christ. 
everything that looks good isn't good. Everything that looks, hallelujah, that looks good is not good. And they always, always say everything that, that looks good to you is not good for you. And so as she yeah. began to expound on the word of God and began to speak about how Samson, one thing God began to let me know about Samson, he said, now, he said, Samson, when he began to fight with the Philistines, the Bible said that Samson took a jawbone. Listen, Samson took a jawbone of an ass and he began to fight his enemies with the jawbone of what he found. He found it, and he began to fight, and he began to fight for hours. Listen, God, the Bible said that he fought 1,000 Philistines, and he defeated them all with a jawbone of an ass. But the Bible said once Samson got through with the jawbone, the Bible said that he took the jawbone and he what? Threw it away. What is God saying to all of us? He's saying, if I give you what to fight with the enemy in this season, he said, once you are finished with what I've given you, you got to release that thing. You got to throw that thing away. And the problem with the church, the problem with men and women of God, I've seen it for 27 years, woman of God, I'm telling you. I've seen it all over the world. That number one, that people have a problem of getting rid of when they get through fighting the battle that God tells them to fight. They want to keep the same thing. They figure, they say, okay, now, I didn't won this battle with this here. So let me see if I can use the same anointing it again to fight another enemy. God said, no, you cannot. He said, you have to get rid of what was in your hand. Samson took it and the Bible said he threw it away. He threw the jawbone away. He did not yeah. use it. And God said, you cannot go into your next level of battle with an old anointing. You cannot go into your next battle fighting a different devil with the same anointing because you have to understand, people of God, tonight, precious people of God, you have to understand that every level, there is a new devil. And you cannot fight another devil with an old anointing. Samson took the, the job on the ass. He threw it away. And the Bible began to let us know that the Bible said that after Samson fought, I mean, he fought for hours. You try fighting 1,000 people. I promise you, you're not going to fight them in 20 minutes. You're going to be there for hours and hours. And the Bible said after Samson got through, the Bible said he was weak unto death. And the Bible said that the water, God allowed water to come up out the rock. Water is symbolic always of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible yeah. said that when Samson began to drink of the water, the Bible said, and he was revived. I want you to know that every time you begin to fight your enemy, God is always going to refresh you and revive you with the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Ghost, the anointing that's upon your life, God will use it. Destroy your enemies. It doesn't matter how big your enemies may be. It doesn't matter how strong they may look. It doesn't matter how crafty and cunning your enemy may be on your job, at your church. My God, even in some of our homes, I want you to understand that there's a devil, hallelujah, that's trying to stop the anointing that's on your life. But the anointing that God has given you, honey, is able to whoop that devil. 
tell you something again. I said before that every devil, there's a new, every level, there's a new devil. But you yes, have to understand God. that if that devil is on that level, God has given you an eye, the anointing, to whoop that devil. So Samson took the job on of the ass, he threw it away. We cannot go in another battle with the same jawbone. God is not going to use the same thing. We want to keep it at a, at a, at a minivaria. We want to keep it. We want to keep it. We want to put it as a trophy, say this is what God used to, to win the next battle. This is what God used. We want to keep things as souvenirs. And things become gods. And God said, thou shall have no other God before me. And we have to be very careful, especially in this season. The church must be very, very careful that if we don't take the same thing that we won the victory with, and we are going to the next battle trying and thinking that we are going to win. You cannot go into the next church service thinking that the anointing is going to move the same way. You cannot go into the next service and preach and think that the anointing you had in last week's service is going to work in this week's service. It cannot. You got to throw the job on the way. God said, you must throw it away because God said, I got something better for you. When Samson threw away the jawbone of the ass and he fought the 1,000 Philistines and killed them, the Bible said, now, watch this, once he killed them, he was faced with another challenge now. We're always going to be faced with challenges. And we have to understand that Samson's anointing, the Bible said he had seven dreadlocks, he had seven braids or seven locks. The number seven, hear me talk about it all the time. The number seven is the number of sanctification, the number of completion, the number of finality. Every time the number rests, every time God gets ready to do something in your life and complete something in your life, he's going to use his perfect number. Samson had seven locks. Well, guess what? Many people think, woman of God, that Samson's strength lied in within his hair. It was not in his hair. His anointing was not in his hair. His strength was not in his hair. His strength and anointing was in the covenant that he made with God not to cut his hair. Some of us have made covenants with God. That's something we are supposed to do. And that's why the anointing rests upon your life. Because you made a covenant with God and said, I cannot go there. I will not drink that. I will not smoke that. I will not date them. I will not go here. And God said, because you made the covenant with me, I'm going to keep the anointing on your life. But once we break the covenant, we lose the anointing. Once we break the covenant, the anointing is gone. Just like Bishop Rachel said, once we break the covenant, the anointing is gone. How many people on the line tonight? Let's just be real. Hallelujah. How many covenant breakers on the line tonight? How many people have broke the covenant with God? And you are wondering, God, where is the anointing? Where is my God? Why can't I be blessed? God said, you're a covenant breaker. He said, but the only thing you have to do is come back and repent, just like Samson did. Samson, hallelujah, had the power every time he got up. And they said, Samson, the Philistines be upon you. He got up, and the Bible said one time he took the locks of his hair, and they tied. He said, if you take the locks and my braids and you tie it to the beams, and I shall be weak as any other man. The Bible said that when he woke up, shook himself, and he ran off with the beams and the pillars, hallelujah, of the gate of the city. 
have. We are natural, but God said, I am the super. So I'm going to put the super on your natural, and you will be able to whoop every devil that come up against you because of the supernatural power of God. One thing about the enemy does this. The devil does this here. The devil wants to know the secret of your anointing. The devil wants to know the secret of your anointing. That's why he brings people to you. That's why you say, Evangeline, he brings people to you that you like. Hallelujah, because the devil knows. Hallelujah, I want to know the secret of her anointing. I want to know the secret of his anointing. And he ain't going to bring nobody you don't like. He going to bring somebody that you do like. He going to bring them six feet four. He going to bring them 250 pounds. Hallelujah, like he chiseled and like she chiseled out of stone. Hallelujah, but the devil understands. I got to send somebody, hallelujah, to know the secret of her or his anointing. Because the devil knows we're not going to tell it. Hallelujah. So he's going to bring, watch this, he's going to bring a counterfeit. You hear me say it all the time. He's going to bring the spirit of deception. People saying, what is the spirit of deception and what's the difference between a counterfeit? A counterfeit is a wolf in sheep clothing. You know that. But here where the spirit of deception comes in. You never thought that the sheep was a wolf. Because the sheep look just like you. And the sheep just like you. But the spirit of deception comes. And the devil wants to know the secret of your anointing. And if he can find out the secret of your anointing, hallelujah, he'll cause you to break the covenant that you made with your God. And that's all he wants. So once he calls you to break the covenant, he gone by his business. Hallelujah. And you have to understand once the covenant, hallelujah, been broken, the anointing is gone. And if anybody, hallelujah, if you ain't ever, hallelujah, felt the presence of God and lost the anointing or got to a place where you thought the anointing was gone, you feel like a wet dog. You don't feel like living. You don't feel like doing nothing. Hallelujah. And the devil sitting back laughing and saying, aha, I told you, I got him now. I got him now. The devil always wants to know the secret of your anointing. And you can't use yesterday's anointing to fight tomorrow's demons. Use yesterday's anointing to fight tomorrow's demons because there are spirits that are already lined up. The Bible said, God said, this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad. What in it? Demons are already prepared for fight you tomorrow, to fight me tomorrow. That's why we need a fresh oil, a fresh anointing. And this is the hardest thing where people, uh, for the sake of God, to understand. Because they have the anointed woman of God, but they don't protect it. Samson had the anointing. And like I say, it was not in his hair. Your anointing is not in your natural ability. Your anointing is in your covenant that you made with God. Say, God, my anointing, you made a covenant. It's somebody on this line tonight. You made a covenant with God. And say, God, I'm going to fast three days a week. And God said, okay, if you made that covenant with me, I'm going to put the anointing upon you. And God said, every time that you pray, God said, every time you fast, I'm going to meet you in the same place where I always meet you. But once Hallelujah, you break that covenant with God. And mm. why the enemy sent Delilah. 
And there's going to be some Delilah. I'm going to tell you something. And I'm just sharing the same thing with the one that God said. Because, hallelujah, when God brings a word, he brings it in unison. He brings it in unity. Hallelujah. And God wants to bring out one point tonight that you cannot lose what he has given you. And when Delilah came to him, there's a lot of men Delilahs and there's a lot of women Delilahs. Don't always bring it on the women. Don't always put it on the women. They love to put the spirit of Delilah and Jezebel on a woman because it's a spirit. It's not a female. It's not male nor female. It is a spirit. And that spirit will get on anybody, hallelujah, that opened their heart to them. That spirit will get on them. That spirit, I've never seen in this life. So many male Delilahs in my life. So many men Delilahs. Delilah is the spirit of seduction. It is the spirit of lust. It comes, yes. my God, hallelujah, to my God, to deceive. It comes to destroy. It comes to kill. Hallelujah. So when Samson was laying there, and Delilah kept rubbing his hair, and still kept talking about what is the source of your power, Samson. Tell me, please, what is the source of your power? And Samson kept telling her lies. And the Bible said until he got to a point where it vexed him. And she call, he called her all of his heart. Have you ever, let's just be real tonight, have you ever been with a man or woman, hallelujah, and they wanted to know the source of what you had? And my God, they couldn't get in all the way. And they started rubbing your head. They started rubbing your chest. Started rubbing your back. And you just break down and melt like Hallelujah. And you begin to tell them the secret of your heart. And you begin to tell them everything. I told you yes, the devil just want to know the secret of your anointing. Hallelujah. So Samson began to tell her all of his heart. And the Bible said, he said, now, if you would just cut the, 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 the braids, just cut my locks off my hair, I would be like any other man. And the Bible said, she knew then. He that she had told him, told her all of his heart. See, the devil will stick around long enough for you. He will stick around long enough to get in your head. Because yeah, if you get, if he get in your head, you will reveal your heart. Come on now. <laughs> if he gets in your head, if he get in your head long enough, baby, you gonna hear me tonight. Because if he gets in your head long enough, oh baby, you gonna tell him your heart. Hallelujah. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Hallelujah. And watch this. And she told him. And he told her all his heart. And the, watch this. And the Bible says she sent a man in and cut his locks. Just the lock and the braids was cut. Watch this. The covenant was broken. And when the My covenant God. was broken, the anointing left him. The Bible said the spirit of the Lord departed from Samson. Then he woke up and she said, Samson, the Philistines, the enemy be upon you again. And he said, I'm going to shake myself like I did other times. Hallelujah. Mm. When he woke up this time and the Bible said he struck, but he didn't know the spirit of the Lord had departed from him. If you break the covenant with God, you might wake up one morning, baby, and say, I'm going to get up in the poor pit. I'm going to preach this Sunday like I did last Sunday. I'm going to prophesy like I did last time. But you don't know that your power is gone. You don't know that Jesus. your covenant is gone. You don't know your father God has departed from you. And you getting up and you shaking in the 
He didn't even know that his, his anointing had departed. He didn't even know his, his hair was cut. And the first thing the enemy killed him, watch this. Once the covenant was broken, the anointing was gone. The next thing the enemy did was gone out his eyes. Watch this. The anointing was already gone. He was already spiritually dead. And yeah. now what they did, they took the very thing that he could do is see. Once the devil takes your spiritual anointing, he's going to take the next thing to do that you can be able to see naturally. Because he after more than just your anointing, after your sight. Yes, Lord. After your sight. Because when he takes your sight, you can't see nothing. The Bible said it goes out of his eyes. And they took him and started making sport of him. That's all the devil wants to do, people of God. It makes sport of you. And get you to a place and start laughing at you and talking about that's what she used to have. That's what he used to have. They used to be anointed. That's all the heathen and the people want to say. They want you to fall. They waiting on you to mess up so they can say, Ooh, child, he was anointed. But he ain't no more. Child, she was anointed, but my God, she ain't got nothing there. Oh, I feel sorry for her. That's how the devil works. That's how he moves. That's how he conjures up stuff. That's how he's sneaky and crafty, because he wants to take the very thing that God gives you. Not the anointing only, but covenant. Because if you ain't got covenant, baby, the anointing don't mean nothing. If you ain't got covenant, honey, with God, an agreement with God, with your father, God said the anointing don't mean nothing. There are a lot of people, men and women, preaching all over the world. Hallelujah. They have an anointing, but baby, they don't have no covenant no more. They done broke it because they know how to preach evangelists. They know how to do it. And what they are doing, they are operating under an old anointing. They're operating under old regime. They're operating under old era. They're operating because the presence of God has departed. It doesn't matter how many people put you back up. If God don't put you up and God restore your covenant with him, hallelujah, you just out there. Hallelujah. And the Bible said that when, hallelujah, when they gossed out his eyes and made sport of him, they got into mm. a point that, watch this, they got Samson to a point, and the Bible said after a while his hair began to grow back. My God, your enemies, your enemies. Let me tell you something about the devil. The devil, your enemies are so stupid that they will make fun of you. They're so busy making fun of you that they don't even recognize that the very thing they cut is growing back now. Mm-hmm. The hell on Simpson's hair began to grow back. They weren't even paying attention to Simpson's hair anymore because if they had paid attention to Simpson's hair, they would say, keep his hair cut. That's the source of his power. That was not yes. the source of his strength. Watch this. That was not the source of his strength. The source of his strength was his covenant with God. And when Simpson got to a point, he got to a point, eventually he said this here, people of God. He told a little boy, he said, place my hands between the pillars. He began to tell God, and Samson began to repent. He said, Father, he began to repent to God. He said, I don't care about the hair. He said, I don't care about my eyesight. I don't care about my eyesight. I don't care about my hair. I don't even care about these people in here. All I care about is my covenant with you again. 
Thank you. All I care about is my covenant with you. With you, Lord. Yes, Lord. God restored Samson's covenant with him. And the Bible said that when he got ready to pour down the pillars, and I believe it's symbolic. Hallelujah, my God, because Samson was a type of Christ. That when he stood between the pillars, it was like Jesus standing between the two thieves. And my God, hallelujah. And he said, put my hands here and put my hands there. And the Bible said he pushed in the pillars. And the Bible said that the arena was full of people. Come to see Samson. When the enemy come to try to make sport of you, yes, I'm going to talk to you tonight because, yes, you may have failed. Yes, you might have got pregnant out of wedlock. Yes, you probably married the wrong person. Yes, God said, I don't even care if you had sex with somebody last night. Hallelujah, that you wasn't married to or whoever. God said, look at here. All I want you to do is come back and so I can restore the covenant with you. I just want to restore covenant with you. I don't care about a lot of this stuff because watch this. When you really care about being restored and having covenant with God, you don't care about the car. You say, God, I don't care about that. I don't care about the house. I don't care about the car. I don't care about the ministry. I don't care about none of this stuff. All I care is about being restored because Jesus said, what should it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? Samson said, look here. I don't care nothing about my eyesight. I don't care about my hair. I don't care about who I used to be. All I want to do is be restored, God. Restore me back to who I was in you so I don't die and lose my soul. The problem with a lot of people, women of God, the problem with a lot of men and women of God, yes, they mess up, but they so busy trying to get back to who they used to be, they don't even repent. Hallelujah. They don't even repent of the stuff that they did. They just get back up and start back with the same nonsense and the same mess they used to do. And they don't even care about their soul. And God is saying, every one of us on this line, he said to all of us on this line, he said, if you broke the covenant, he said, I'm standing right here. I'm standing right here. God said, I'm still standing. He said, I ain't left nowhere. I'm still standing right here, son. I'm still standing here, right, daughter. I'm still standing right here so I can make the covenant with you again. But sometimes we get to a point. We get to a point, we are so concerned. Well, what is people going to think about me? Who cares what they think? Amen. What are they going to think about me? What are they going to say about me? What are they going to think? They're going to look at me when I walk in the supermarket. What are they going to say? God said, look here. He said, in this day and time, when Samson, when Samson, hallelujah, Made his covenant back with God. The Bible says he killed more in that time, in that day, than he killed yeah. in his lifetime. I want you to know tonight, and I'm done, that in your lifetime, that when you make your covenant back with God, God said, I'm going to cause you to destroy more enemies in one day. That you have ever done in your whole life in ministry, God said, I'm gonna bless you so good in one day that you could ever do in a lifetime. I always say this that you heard this before that 
one day of favor is worth a thousand years of labor. You can't work a thousand years and get what you want without favor in your life. God, I want to give you favor tonight. Who is God talking to? He said, I want to give you favor. I want to restore you. He said, it's not my will that you wake up every morning and you're going through the same thing. He said, yes, they're on your job. They're waiting for you. But God said, your covenant has been restored now. He said, so when you go back, God said, oh, yeah. He said, I got a surprise for them. Because they think they're going to guard your eyes out again and think they're going to cut your hair. Honey, God said, no, your hair done grew back. Hallelujah. I done gave you your spiritual insight back now. And God said, yes, the enemy coming through this time, he said, they're going to come in one way, but they're going to flee out seven ways. Jesus. Hallelujah. They coming with that nonsense no more. They ain't coming with that same stuff. They coming with that. And I'm going to tell you again, sure, I'll be a prophet of God. God said, they come to you like that again. God said, they're going to drop dead. Because number one, he said, because I am the covenant keeper. God said, I am your God. And will come against you have to be understand that's not the anointing like Bishop Rachel was saying and do my prophets no harm and those that rise against you in judgment thou shalt condemn hallelujah oh my god it's deep tonight oh my yes. god it's deep tonight all over the line everywhere wherever you're calling from whoever they are woman of god Oh, my God. Hallelujah. They have to understand. Precious people of God, you have to understand. Hallelujah. You might say, I lost everything I had. That's what Peter said to Jesus. He said, Lord, we love all to follow you. Jesus looked at him and said, what you say? He turned around and looked at him and said, well, what, what did you just say? He said, we love all to follow you. And Jesus could have looked at him and told him and said, yeah, when I found you, you had nothing but a boat and some fish and a net. But he didn't tell him that. He didn't tell him he said it very calmly. Jesus said, look, no man, any man that come after me, mm. any man that left mother, father, land, wife, children for my sake, shall not receive in this life and life to come. Hallelujah. God said, you're going to get it back. But he said, here's the thing. Execution going to come too. He said, you're going to get it back. And God said, I'm restoring. Even now as I'm speaking, God said, I'm restoring. He said, I'm restoring just not your stuff. He said, I'm restoring covenant back to you. Because even when David went after and chased down Goliath, David, you notice when he killed Goliath, he didn't kill Goliath with the, with the sling. He killed him with his sword. Yeah. But when David hit Goliath in the head with the, with, the, with the rock in the sling, you never hear about David using that sling again. Never. He didn't have to. You never hear about him using that sling again. So to everybody, if you're trying to use the same jawbone, God said, throw it away. Because that anointing won't work. And God said, when your hair grow back, he said, oh, yeah, the Delilah's going to come. But they won't know the secret of your power. So when the enemy thinks he knows one thing about you, God said, no. No, they think they know a lot. But that's why you can't let everybody get close to you. Come on because now. people try to get close to you. You hear me? People try to get close to you. Everybody can't get close to you. Because people want to get close to you. And I always say, people come in your life for one of God. They come into our life for lessons, and they come into our life for blessings. Let me tell you something. I don't need no more lessons. Because no number one, lessons. we don't need no more lessons now. Because, number one, we didn't have enough lessons to last us a lifetime. 
If you ain't coming for the blessing, keep moving. Come on. If you ain't coming for the blessing, keep it moving, baby. Thank you. Hallelujah. God is saying, I'm restoring the covenant. Don't break the covenant with God and don't lose the anointing. So every level, there's another anointing. Yeah. You can't go to another level and God don't give you another anointing with it. So, Vanius McTeer, Yolanda, we bless you. Woman God, we thank you tonight. We thank, thank you, you for allowing us again. And this is orchestrated by the Holy Spirit once again. And we just thank you for allowing, amen, the presence of God to have his way. Amen. To speak to the people of God, to speak to all of us, really. Because we are all up under this prophetic and under the arrest of the Holy Spirit tonight. And we just thank God for you. Amen. I want to say this personally to you, that no weapon that's formed against you shall you, be able to fight. No you, weapon that's formed. Hallelujah. I told you before. I said God said not just God said not just radio, but God said also TV. Hallelujah. When God speaks, when God speaks a prophetic word, and God speaks it, hallelujah. He speaks it in the ear of every every listener and every believer. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And you're getting ready to have more supporters you ever had in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God says, if I made your name great, daughter, I'm going to keep it great. He said, if I caused you to open this show, God said, I'm going to keep it open. And there's not a devil in hell that can stop it. Oh God, hallelujah. The anointing, the enemy has come to try to take your anointing for granted. Thank you, Jesus. But God said the devil will not handle you anymore the way he thought he can handle it. Because that anointing is on your life. You're quiet. But the anointing, you have like a one of them sneaky anointing that's quiet, but all of a sudden, bam, it sneaks up on you. And the devil don't know what hit. Thank you, Jesus. Confirmation. People all over this, all, yes, all over. People all over. That's listening. Hallelujah. Listening wherever they may be listening to, wherever country they may be listening to. God is speaking to your situation. God is speaking to their situation. God is God. I'm gonna say this God, while, while the spirit of prophecy is over on me. God said that there are even someone on this line that's listening, woman of God. There's someone that's listening on this line. God said they've been trying to have a baby for a while, and God said He's opening your womb in this season. Thank you, Lord. Your Thank womb you. will not be barren, but your womb will be fruitful. And in the time, in the appointed time, God said you shall bear a child. Yeah. My God. Mm-hmm. The Spirit of the Lord. Glory to that individual. Glory to that individual. Thank you, Father. God is moving. God is moving. By his spirit. And it's not by might nor by power, woman God, but by the spirit, saith the Lord. Amen. Woman God, thank you so much. We love you. We bless you. We cover you under apostolic prophetic anointing. We thank you again. And God bless his people on this long because they are going to another level in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Woman God, it's back into your hands. Thank you. You be blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father God. Tonight, 
as you instructed me and you blessed me, just as well as you've blessed my audience and for those who will hear this show after it airs. And I do repeat, great man and woman of God tonight, Apostle Eugene Taper and his wife, Bishop Rachel. Can I tell you, if nobody got it, you better grab it. There's a difference. If nobody got the message tonight, you better grab it. Because God has spoken, God has ushered his presence in tonight here at Empowerment for All. And Jesus, I thank you, Father. Now, once again, just as the man of God spoke and as the woman of God spoke, there was confirmation through her word, there was confirmation through his word. Now, Apostle didn't even know this. How much that once again, ladies and gentlemen, that's how God is. He's a confirmation, covenant carrying God. They didn't know, Bishop and Apostle, my audience. And Apostle spoke it just as clear as it manifests in the, in the flesh. The spirit of Delilah. Hear me well, ladies and gentlemen. It does not only lie. In women, it lies in men. Myself, thank you, Father, I testify tonight. I just ended an association with the spirit of Delilah in a man less than a month ago. And when I tell you, apostle came forth tonight with that confirmation so strong, we have to be careful who we link up with, who we associate with, and who you connect with. Because, baby, the devil is busy. And any time he knows that God has chosen you, he will sit the elite thing that you desire in front of your face. It ain't nothing that you don't want because he knows you're not going to take to what you don't want. But what he knows that you do want, you're going to entertain you're going to spend time, just like Apostle said, you're going to let them rub your head, rub you down, you're going to, you're going to date, you're going to do whatever you need to do because you're entertaining Delilah. And the whole time that you entertaining, my Delilah was doing just what the man of God said. Where you come from? There's something about you. Well, where did you come from? No, 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 no. Uh-uh, something about you. Tell me what's really going on with you. Uh-uh, no, you just don't work. You do more than that. Tell me more about you. No, no, no. I got to get more about you, Yolander. I got to get more about you. The devil is a lie. And just as quick as you can sit up there and get entertained by the devil, you will break your covenant. And I shared this with Bishop and Apostle. I said, I have gotten out of my remnant, which I didn't know at the time was my covenant I had made with God to continue to praise him, continue to worship him like never before, continue to move forward in my radio. So I had lost it. And God said, no, no, uh-uh, not my daughter. And I tell you tonight on my radio show as a testimony, The last time I saw that spirit of Delilah, the spirit of God rose up in me as I looked at Delilah in her face in this man. And God said to me, tell the enemy goodbye. It's over. No more. (laughs) My daughter, you walk away. You walk away from this man. You tell the devil, 
bye-bye. And as you walk away from this man, you continue to say, the blood of Jesus covers you. The blood of Jesus will always keep you. And the blood of Jesus is going to carry you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And here tonight, audience, and for those of you who were here later, you just heard the man of God say, do not break the covenant because you will break the anointing. And what I had done is by me breaking that covenant of what I promised God to do, I was broke down. I was busted. I didn't know some days if I wanted to go left or right. All I could do was think about this man. All I could do was chase this man. All I could do is make plans. This is my husband. This is It was just ridiculous. But, oh, thank God that God knew, devil, you can only take her so far because that's my daughter, and I'm getting her back. Because I knew something was wrong, and yet still the anointing, just as the apostle prophesied it to me. It lies in me. I never had to go on about my love for God, about my walk with God, my testimony, my storms. I never gave that to this man. But what he didn't know was when that anointing came up and God said, here you go, baby. Here go your slingshot. We're going to knock Goliath out today. He stood in amazement because he was trying to figure out who anointed woman. He might have heard things and got information, but he didn't know the anointing destroyed the yoke. Come on, somebody. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And as I wind down tonight, I just thank God. And Apostle and Bishop, by you all listening to that, you see how God keeps us in confirmation of how he makes the unity and bondage to, to make the devil look crazy, look real crazy. And see, God knew that apostle and bishop that you all had to come into my life in this season because, once again, you didn't know that. I just entertained, once again, the spirit of Delilah. That will drain you. That will that will make you look at yourself and say, wait a minute, I need to throw in the towel because I've messed up. I don't know how I'm going to come back out of this. I don't even know if people will look at me the right way. I don't even know what people say. I don't even know how can I sit here and say this when I know I've given everything to Delilah. When I tell you I shared with this man things I hadn't, I said I've only shared with God. Things that God brought up in the remnant. So he said, I'm going to use this, my daughter, down the road for you to bless people. I sat up here and I told Delilah, and he sat up here and he used it against me. But what he didn't know is still going to go forth to bless the people because the mess that he thought that he had got from me, God said, I'm going to turn it around because I didn't give it to you, my daughter. Give it to Delilah. I gave it to you to give to the people to set them free. Hallelujah. 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 He didn't want me to get back my praise, Bishop. He didn't want me to get back the anointing. He didn't want me to go forth tonight on the radio show. Thank you, Lord. What he didn't know was this. When I laid down my life and told God, God, I belong to you. You can't have me no more, devil. What he didn't know was that I meant what I said. The blood cancels everything. 
Devil, you might have thought you snatched me, but God is always going to catch me in his hand. And God is going to catch me there for him I'll stand. Victory is mine in the kingdom of the Lord. Victory is yours if you choose to trust God. Women, men, don't you let no man or woman come into your life and because they treated you wrong and snatched you and took from you and the Delilah spirit came in front of you. Laugh at that spirit and tell it the blood of Jesus is against you. Because they can't have you. You belong to God. Oh, it's on me now, Apostle. They didn't want me to get it back, Bishop, but I got it, baby. Oh, they tried to come at me from the left. They tried to come at me from the right. They tried to take it out of me. Because he knew one thing for certain and one thing for sure. If y'all not baby, he better watch out. Come on, hallelujah. He wanted me to sell out because he knew if I got loose, I was going to tell it all and I was going to lift up the name of Jesus. Come on, hallelujah. Oh, he came crafty and said, oh, I got her now, because see, she's seeking, she's seeking, she's searching, and I'm going to give her what she's looking for, because I'm going to take what God planted in her and use it for the dark side, but the devil is alive. My sure God, is. Hallelujah. Jesus, I can't shake it right Hallelujah. now, Father. Oh, I didn't even know Thank it was going to come you. out like this. Y'all forgive me on this line tonight. Thank you, Tonight. We don't get this what apostles spoke tonight. You don't 
and we just give you glory for everyone on this line. God, we just thank you for breakthroughs that's happening all over the line. God, all over the world right now. God, that chains are being broken, shackles are being loose, demons are being bound. Father, we thank you for sicknesses, God, are coming off of people's bodies right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Every sickness form, God, are known to man, God, is being broken. We thank you for deliverance tonight. We thank you for setting the captive free tonight. We thank you, Lord God, for this prayer line tonight. So we thank you, Lord God, for this radio station tonight. We thank you tonight. Hallelujah. God, that somebody being set free right now. Somebody, oh God, being loose right now from the spirit of Jezebel, from the spirit of Delilah, from the spirit of Abdelilah. God, the spirit of the devil is being broken. And God, covenants are being restored tonight in the name of Jesus. And we bless your God. God, we speak your word tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, let your people come, oh God. Let them come to you, oh God. You are a covenant keeper and you are a covenant restorer. And Father, we bless you tonight in the name of Jesus that no weapon formed against your people shall be able to prosper. And we give you praise tonight. We thank you tonight for what we've done, God, what you've done. Oh God, what you have did. Oh God, we bless you. Oh God, don't let us go back with the same anointing. God, don't let us have the same jawbone. Oh God, but in the name of Jesus, God, let us throw it away. Oh God, and let us walk, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. With the power and the anointing that you have given us. And Father, we bless you tonight for the woman of God. Hallelujah. God, we thank you. God, I heard the elevation in her voice. God, I heard the spirit of God in her voice. God, I heard the renewal in her voice. In the name of Jesus. And we bless you tonight. And we give you praise. And we give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And we just thank God. Uh, Apostle and Bishop, once again, for for your faithfulness to God's kingdom, because you and me and others, we don't get this from God by not being faithful. We have to stay faithful, and even though we may get off track, I myself giving the testimony, it's our faith honors because he knows our heart. So for those of you tonight, and I thank you so much, my switchboard is still lit up. Thank you all. <clears throat> so much for continuing to support empowerment for all and don't be discouraged but be encouraged god has instructed me in this season that my show will be so saturated with his presence anyone who even listens will begin to usher in and want more from god thank you jesus you haven't heard the last of apostle taper and bishop rachel God has instructed me, I'm going to bring them back again. And we're just going to continue in this season and move forth where God wants us to move. And we just thank God for, for them and for tonight's show. It might be jumping off at Super Bowl, but we're jumping off over here at God's house. That's a beautiful thing. Thank you once again, Apostle and Bishop, for blessing my show, for blessing me, my listeners. And for those who will listen even after the show airs for the blessing they're going to receive from this mighty word that came forth tonight from you both. Hallelujah. I never say goodbye on my show. Goodbye is an ending. And just as the man of God prophesied and God gave it to me when he blessed me with the start of this show, it's not goodbye. It's until the next time here at Empowerment for All. 
as I'm winding down to the last three minutes. For those who want to stay abreast on the next time that Apostle and Bishop and other future guests on Empowerment for All, if you want to stay in tune of upcoming things, what's going on, follow me on Twitter, capital Y, capital M, lowercase C, capital T, I-E-R. Facebook, Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. My website, www.ymcteerempowerment.com the number four, all.com. I'll repeat, www.ymcteer, M-C-T as in Tom, I-E-R, empowerment, the number four, all.com. I'm going to let Bishop Rachel tell you how to locate her on social media and the apostle as well, and then I'm going to end the show. And until the next time, I love you all. I'm praying for you as well. Bishop Rachel, let everyone know how they can find you on social media. Amen. Well, bless uh, We are, um, we do have the Prophetic Fire Conference online every Monday and Thursday at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. That number is 712-775-7031. Amen. And of course, the access code is 939-771-9. Amen. So we bless the Lord, and all we ask is that you mute your phones out and receive the prophetic word of the Lord. Amen. And also, you can see Apostle Dr. Eugene Taper as he comes with the name of God. Eugene Taper at Yahoo.com and also on Facebook um, as Apostle Dr. Eugene Taper. And, of course, I'm on as Bishop Rachel O'Neill. Amen. So um, if you would like to sow a seed, you can do so. Hallelujah. But we can give you that information when you get on the Prophetic Fire Conference prayer line. Amen. So we thank you, audience. We thank you, Evangelist McTeer. Hallelujah. We love you. We bless God for you. And shalom. Amen. And to the audience once again tonight, we all, myself, Bishop, Bishop, Apostle, and myself, continuous prayers are going forth for you. Looking forward to a fabulous season here at Empowerment for All. And as you heard the man of God give me the word, new things are coming forth. So we may even be seeing Empowerment for All in different places. Praise God. We just thank God once again for the mighty move and his presence tonight here at Empowerment for All and encamping his angels around us all as we we travel to and fro. Until the next show, hugs, love, and keep God first. I'm ending the show tonight with just a little bit from Yolanda Adams. The battle is not yours.
go.